honestly. ever i say that almost every time i it can't be true at least 80 percent of the time that's a generous a generous statistic you're right 99.99 you are listening to the dulcet tones (laughs) of honestly that's exactly how i would describe our voices Mm -hmm. yep not at all grating Mm -hmm. or jarring to your sensibilities no um this is a podcast which you already know Hopefully. I mean... <laughs> Maybe you've stumbled across, like, what does this app here what do? What is this purple thing? Why is this one just randomly subscribed to already? I don't know. We're like YouTube, baby. <laughs> YouTube, baby. We're just putting ourselves on your podcasting app. Um, I'm Logan. <laughs> and I'm Zoe. Wow, we introduced ourselves. Yeah, that was weird. I that felt was, uncomfortable. I was like, why did you say your own name? I don't know, because we did the intro different than we normally do. That's true. So We like to shake things up. That was Zoe. We're spicy. That was Logan. We are spicy. We're spicy. Correct. We've talked about it before, but... Nice and spicy. That's us. <laughs> yeah. No one can see us. I, love I don't we, know I why love we, we do that. I pose, and it's just silent. <laughs> Google Earth. All the same pics. pics. Inside your homes. I mean, it's coming. You know, the future is now. It's only a matter now. of time. Black Mirror... Anyone? I've never I've watched. never watched an episode. <laughs> but let's be topical. But we've missed it by a couple of months. But we're trying. San Junipero, isn't that the name of an episode? That's one. <laughs> sure. Killed the DJ? That's one. Maybe. Something about a DJ. That sounds like a screamo song. It does. Kill the DJ. Blood on the dance floor. Anyone? Let the bodies hit the floor? Let them just hit it. <laughs> hit that floor. All I thought about was hit it and then I thought of it every day, bro. We about to hit it. Oh. oh. They are about to hit it. People are about to hit stop and unsubscribe. <laughs> Two minutes in. Ah. Oh. Ooh, I love my cackle. <laughs> I um, love that laugh. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> oh, uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> are we ever? Tears are welling up in my eyes. I'm fine. And tears stream down, down your, your face. face. <laughs> the tune was completely off. I'm not even 100% sure what song that is. It's One Direction. <laughs> it sounded like we were trying to sing. <laughs> but with the One Direction lyrics. What song is that? And the tears stream down yeah. your. I can't get to it. Think Stop thinking about Coldplay. When do you ever think about Coldplay? I don't know. I don't know. Is it, am I? Have I lost my mind? Is it in fact a One Direction song? The lyrics are and the tears stream down your face. All I can think about is fix you. I don't care. Oh my god, what if it is Coldplay? <laughs> it's Coldplay. <gasps> no, it's no, One Direction. it's Moments. It's down my face. And the tears stream 
down. Ma, I can't get the tune <laughs> of it right. You're singing it to the tune of Fix You by Coldplay. I don't know the tune of Fix You. You do. I will try <laughs> to fix you. <laughs> that wasn't really singing. Um, where were we? Oh, how are you? How are you? And how are you? I'm okay. That's good. Yesterday at work, I was waiting by the elevators because I had to go down to the designated microwave room. <laughs> yes, to heat up bring my it lunch. Back. And one of the case managers that I work with also came into the elevator waiting area, and she turns to me and she goes. Oh, you're back. And I was I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're back. And I was like, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> microwave room? Yeah. I hadn't even, even gone down yet. I was like, what do you mean? I haven't gone anywhere. She's like, who left? <laughs> and then I clued into the fact that she was referring to my former coworker and friend oh. Julie. Who, who looks nothing like you. Who looks nothing like me, and who also has not been working in our department since, like, the beginning of November. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was Julie who left. And she's like, oh, I guess I just haven't seen you in a while. I was like, girl, I, I am in the office every goddamn day, and I saw you, like, a week ago. <laughs> About a week ago. A week ago. Something, something, you know? Bobby Shmurda. Um <laughs> Yes. Anyway... Uh, so that was, um, delightful. I, that always used to happen, and still does, evidently. Julie and I get confused for each other. I never understand. Which is wild, because I am, um, very white. Very white. And Julie is Vietnamese. Yeah. So, I mean, like, right away, obvious difference (laughs) if you're looking at us. Very, much. Um... I, you know, also, the names Logan and Julie. Logan and Julie don't even sound a little bit similar. Very different names, but those got interchanged a lot. <laughs> People would look at me and be like, "Oh, hey, Julie," and I'm like, "Nope." They'd go to Julie and be like, "Hey, Logan." Nope. Um. Yeah. So I mean, like, we're about the same height. I guess <laughs> that's really that happened a lot. And we're females. When I started working at the store that I work at, yeah. we had like. While they were setting up, we had little, like, meetings inside this shell of a store. Yeah. And Megan and I would always get called Zoe. Yeah. Or Megan. It was not our names. And, like, the person who was in from the States to, like, do all of the hiring and the setup. Yeah. Was, like, trying to convince me that I was, in fact, Megan. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Like, she was like, you... I remember your interview. You were... Um, a trainer at McDonald's, you helped, you were, and I was like, no, she's like, no, I remember, and I was like, never, never have I worked Never have I ever. But, thank you. Take a drink. Um, <laughs> finger up, or finger down, whatever. Finger, fingers down. Finger down. I never, I never fully under, because I feel like no matter who you play Never Have I Ever with, everyone plays it slightly different, yeah. and so it's like, I never knew if you've done it, if you're supposed to put a finger down, or if you haven't, you're supposed to, like, I never understand how you play. <laughs> and you're just there with all your fingers, like, so I like, don't know what I'm doing. And, like, looking around, and I'm just like, how, like, I'm, I'm inept, I don't know how to do it. Um, oh. Amazing. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but one time Zoe and I, we got mistaken for twins. Yeah. We don't look alike. Not at all. I mean, not I, a little bit. We, we both have brown, brown hair. hair. Yeah, um, different color eyes. Different color eyes. Different heights. Skin different tone. hair lengths. Kind of different skin tones. Although, like, I'm really, I'm getting you're closer getting and closer close to, to your me. end of the spectrum. It's very scary. It's. I need to book a spray like, tan, like, like right please, now. Please help me. Um. 
yeah, in high school, I went to go get, like, an exam back or something from my religion teacher, and Zoe had come with me, and she goes, my religion teacher goes, oh, is this your twin sister? And, like, I, like, waited for a beat because I thought she was kidding. Yeah, I was like, ah, <laughs> And then I was like, oh, <laughs> no. And she was just like, oh, but you're, like, sisters, right? And I was like, not only also, child. Also, no. <laughs> no relation whatsoever. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Um, also, the last couple of days at work have just been, like, a comedy of errors <laughs> and just like a lot of moments of me just like looking off into the distance like I'm on the office yeah. and I'm just like is, is this real filming this? is this real am I on punk so is punk coming back is it who knows I don't know I like that I had an ice cube in my mouth <laughs> who knows <laughs> I love being prepared to speak <laughs> on a podcast um, so we had, there was, like, this client visit schedule, potential client oh. visit scheduled for today. Wow. And so my supervisor had been like, hey, they, when they come in, they're going to need a few desks kind of, like, close a together. Few. Um, for, like, case managers are going to be doing, like, demonstrations and, like, showing them how we do things. So I was like, okay. She's like, can you... Um, go to these three workstations, as we call them. Oh, um, fancy. In the biz. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> She's like, can you go to these three desks and just, like, make sure that they're, like, cleaned up. Like, there's not, like, crap. And, like, yeah. they're just, like, random desks that people use when they come into the office. So I was like, sure. That also included not only cleaning out the desks and making sure that there weren't, like, papers or anything. Just making sure that they're generally, like, tidy. But also, I was expected to, like, dust them. And also, like, use, like, Clorox wipes to clean them. You're a maid now. And so (laughs) I was doing that yesterday in the afternoon, and one of the case managers that works there, um, and who I, she was, like, one of the first people that I, like, knew when I started, because we used to sit near each other, and she's this really sweet woman, um, who's, like, could be my mother, that's, (laughs) like, the age range that she's in, but she's my pal, love her. And so she was, like, asking me what I was doing and I was like oh I have to get these desks cleaned up for the client visit tomorrow and she's like oh okay cool and then she saw me like swivering and like wiping them down she's like oh you've got to be kidding me (laughs) she's just like do we not have like a cleaning staff that does this and I'm just like it's me (laughs) surprise I um so that was just like a really fun moment and I I don't often think like, oh, I this is like I spent years in school. Yeah. I have like a degree from like a university. Let me just <laughs> clean some desks. Like I don't often have those yeah. thoughts because I'm just like, I don't think there's much that like I don't think I'm above yeah. anything, like whatever. I'll do what I have to do, but it's just like there's, it's not in your job description. There, there are so many things that I do that are, like, wildly outside of the scope of my job description, and that was one of them, and I was like... Another is a personal career. Personal career, that's been a great one. Um, helping somebody pick the numbers for their Super Bowl pool, that's another one. You know, oh, it's endless. No. So, anyway, that was yesterday. I was part of the janitorial staff. Whatever. Do what you gotta do. So, today... I literally have not even gotten to my desk yet. Not like have just walked <laughs> into the building, gotten off the elevator and I'm walking to my desk and I get intercepted by my manager's manager. Yeah. And she's just like, 
sorry, I've just been, like, getting everyone as soon as they get in. She's like, I did it to so-and-so, and I did it to so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, now it's my turn. Um, she's like, yeah, we need a spare laptop. I was like, all right, <laughs> no cool. one else knew where these were? Like, am I the only, like, I swear, <laughs> like, like, the lack of communication. Master of the laptop. Startling. Garter and protector. People think I'm, like, Hagrid, like, I'm the keeper of the keys <laughs> like at our you office. Are. I'm literally not, though. The keys are not in my possession. So I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so has the keys. I'm like, but I'll grab it. So I, like, put my stuff down, take my coat off, um, and I, like, go over, get this spare laptop, tell the person. She's like, yeah, so one of the managers came by and, like, somebody on her team needs it for the client visit today. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, So I go over, figure out who needs it, and I go over to the guy and I'm like, hey, you need a laptop. He's like, yeah. So basically, at our desks, we have docking stations, and you can, like, lock your laptop to the docking station. And so, he was supposed to be a part of this client visit today, and he was supposed to use his laptop, but he didn't bring his laptop key with him to the office today, so his laptop was docked at his docking station at his workstation, which is not where he needed to be. He needed to be at one of the specially clean desks by moi. (laughs) Courtesy of? Courtesy of yours truly. So he needed the spare laptop that he could, like transport you know the whole point of a laptop yeah is to take it other so i was like all right no worries we'll get you set up on this spare laptop i'm like an it person at this point so i just know how to do all of this keeper of the keys cleaning staff cleaning staff it IT. i wear many hats courier courier um so i'm like getting him all set up on this laptop and like everybody is walking by and they're just like oh hey logan (laughs) like it's just so commonplace for me to be like doing this um so I, like, I'm getting him set up. I, like, get his email configured on this yeah. laptop. And he's like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. I was like, no worries. And at one point, one of the, like, directors in the office comes by. And he's just, like, and I had been, like, kind of just, like, standing at the desk, yeah. like, arms crossed, just, like, making sure that everything was, like, getting configured properly. And the director comes by. He's like, oh, it's never a good sign of Logan standing behind you with her arms crossed. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yeah, you know me too well. Yikes. And then he's just like. So did you just, like, get that laptop configured for him? I was just like, yeah. He's just like, how do you do that? I'm just like, oh, don't get me started. It's just something I know how to do at this point. He's just like, yeah, you shouldn't tell people you know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, I don't. I was like, I've never, laptop? I don't know her. I was like, no kidding. So that's fine. I move on with my life. The case manager, who I got it set up for, yeah. messaged me, messages me a little while later. He's like, hey, can you help me with the monitors at this desk? <laughs> I'm like, Sure. So I get up, go over to the new clean desk that he's sitting at, and sure enough, we have, like, two monitors at each of our desks. One of them's not working. It's a whole big compatibility issue, so I basically just, like, had to, like, change the monitor at the desk, which, again, is just commonplace for me. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I was just like, oh, sure, let me just go grab the screwdriver for my desk that I bought especially for these purposes. (laughs) Um, no! Yeah, this is my life. (laughs) This is my life at work. So I, like, do all of that, get that all sorted, whatever, move on with my life. He comes over a little while later with the laptop, and he goes, the client meeting is cancelled. I can give this back to you. And I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad we went to all that effort. Thank you uh, so much. Um, <laughs> it's amazing to me the stories that you tell me and none of them end with. And then I went on a murderous rant. <laughs> Would you punching everyone in the, the face. The story's not over yet. Oh. <laughs> oh no. She Today wasn't is the day ready. I went on a murder. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so he gives the laptop back, and I'm like, "That's so funny," because it was like literally 
like 15 minutes before this yeah. meeting was supposed to happen and it's like it's off I'm like okay maybe 15 minutes 15 to half an hour after like 15 to 30 minutes after that that case manager's manager comes over to me with like urgency and she's just like the client meeting is back on <laughs> Don't tell me it's back on. She's like, it's back on and we need that laptop. And I'm just like, they are just keeping you on your toes today, aren't they? So I'm just like, yeah, no worries. Like, here it is. So I like give it to her. She takes it away. And I'm just like, literally, like, is no one capable of like sticking to a plan? Like, how do you cancel a meeting? But then within the same hour (laughs) are like, oh, no, it's back on and we'll be there in 15 minutes. test is this part of it like you're like ooh, we might potentially sign with you guys like let's see how you do be prepared for us never being prepared so finally like later on in the day the guy brings back the laptop he's just like okay we're done the meeting happened like i can give this back to you i don't think i'll need it again i was like you keep it (laughs) you keep that and you never speak to me again like i'll let you think on it like you hold on to that for a while 15 more minutes just in case you never know. You never know. Oh my god. It was just a lot of back and forth and no one knows what they're doing and I'm just like, a day in the life, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> How many times are we gonna say baby? I don't know. Scott Ackerman's influence. Truly. Honestly. Honestly the podcast. Baby. <laughs> baby. And baby. Um, yeah, so that's what the last couple of days of uh, my work life have been like. You know. Let me tell you a story I've already told you. But it's so good, but I'd love to hear everyone it Everyone just needs to hear it. These are the people <laughs> that I deal with yeah. constantly. And it's never <laughs> surprising anymore. But it's a little bit like, oh, okay. So, I was in the fitting room, and there was like a rack full of things to go back. So I was like, oh, that the rhymed. The go back rack. Oh, wow. I'm a poet. And I didn't even know it snaps for me yes so I was like okay let me take all these dresses and put them back and it's up near the cash mm-hmm. so I was like cool so I'm walking and I'm hanging up a dress and I look over and I see one of my managers standing at the front talking to this elderly woman in her 80s yeah mid to late probably like she's at the end of her she life she is she's getting there like she is approaching <laughs> The great beyond. (laughs) Sagging, being dragged to the underworld. Slowly but surely. Um, anyways. She's there, talking to her, and I see her, like, whole demeanor change from being like, welcome to the store! Yeah. To just standing there, tense, and, like, confused, and I was like, I need to stay for this. Like, what is happening? So I was just, like, holding the dress (laughs) on the rack, like, I'm putting it back, but I'm listening. (laughs) And then I could kind of, like, hear parts of what was happening. But you couldn't get but the I full scoop. But I could definitely see her, my manager's face. So yeah. I was like, I need to know. So <laughs> when this old woman stormed out with a purpose, I went over to my manager and was like, hey, what? <laughs> like, something happened here. And I need to know what it was. So this 80-some-odd-year-old woman... Mm-hmm stormed into the store, looked at our mannequins, and looked at the jeans on the table beneath the mannequins, and also looked at my own manager's jeans. Yes. And then was like, why are you selling ripped jeans? 
why are your jeans so short? Your ankles are showing. In my day, that's what they did with the poor. In that tone, that's what the poor did. But wait. There's more. So after that, just like, hello. <laughs> Whoa. Nice to meet you too, lady. That's what the poor did. The manager's like nodding and just going like, cool. Sure, sure. And then she looks up at the mannequins again, looks my manager dead in her eye, and goes, and your mannequins are piggy, and walks out. Mwah. Piggy. That really is. As in fat. <laughs> because it's a plus resistance of that yes. entire story. Yeah. When Zoe told me this on the weekend, I burst out laughing. She like did. I was in tears. So did my tears. sister. Yeah, and then she told her sister the next day, and her sister had the exact same reaction. I was like, "See, it's funny." I just because it's just so absurd. Wow. Like old people really do not give two shits about anything. Nothing. They will say whatever the she hell they want. She was walking by the store and thought, you know what? I have an opinion on this. And you know what? Everyone in this store needs to hear yes. it. Storeman. Yell at someone who's just trying to have a day. Just trying to do their job, live their life, wear some <laughs> short ripped jeans. They weren't even, like, they were just like kind of cropped and like rolled up and she had boots on i wear cuff jeans every goddamn day that's what the poor do logan i'm certainly not rich so maybe she has a point but are you piggy well yes i I am to each their own um yeah but that's what you do um you walk into a plus size store and refer to the mannequins as piggy uh, yeah, I feel like that is one of the worst words you could use to describe <laughs> plus size and more fat just, people. When like the my connotation manager, is... When my manager told me, I, of course, was just taken aback, but it was that face where you're like, I'm about to laugh, but I'm shocked, and your mouth is just kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> no, she didn't. No, she did not. But I, like... I could tell that she definitely did because of the way she stormed in and out yeah. so quickly. You can often tell by a person's demeanor. You're like, no, that's definitely something yeah. they would say. Yeah. And then I was talking to that manager and another manager. And they were like, oh my god, that's just so like awful. Like, who does that? I'm like, oh, well, I hope that she gets to do that all today. Like, I hope she gets to do it before the end. <laughs> and my manager was like, the end of, of what? And I was like, the end of <laughs> Like, you know. It's like, I hope she gets to go into every store in the mall and just tell them something. Like, hey, your mannequins are piggy. The Grim Reaper is about to come knocking, so. (laughs) So, get it, lady, while you can. You tell them that their mannequins are piggy. Piggy. Ooh. The tone. The rage. The absolute rage. I would just like to say that it is two minutes until the new Five Saw song comes out. Oh, no. So, this past weekend, (laughs) Zoe and I spent a lot of time together. We recorded on Thursday. So different for us, isn't it? It is. It is. In succession. Yeah. So, normally Zoe and I just see each other on Thursdays when we record, and that's nice. But then it's always like, we have to go to work the next day, and it's like a bummer, like whatever. Um, we used, like, we used to have sleepovers all the time. Yeah. Like, in university and stuff like that, and like, summers, like, I was, I lived in Zoe's house for most of the week. Like, I'd be at your house, like, three, four times a week. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just constantly here. Yeah. So, 
last weekend, we had a long weekend, and so, and Zoe didn't have to work Mm -hmm. on Saturday, and so she was like, hey, why don't you come over on Friday, and you can sleep over, and I was like, cool, sounds great. It's happening. And then I still have two whole days on the weekend. Exactly, to recuperate. Because I'm old, and I can't deal with sleepovers. No. I love the barking dogs that's happening right now. Come through. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Ambience? Ambience. Yeah. So... Zoe and I just had, like, a goddamn field day on Friday night. Like, we lost our minds. It was... Just so much was happening. We started off the evening by watching a series of horror movies. As we Or do. thriller. You know, Some, I don't know, pick. 47 meters down, I wouldn't say the horror movie... But it was definitely very scary. It was, yes. It was uh, um, a thriller Yes, for we sure. watched a couple movies and were dying of laughter the whole time, except for the shark movie. That was like a serious moment. We all had, it, was it was like, whoa. So- except we realized that one of the characters was Paolo from the Lizzie McGuire movie. And then the whole time we were just like, sing, sing to, to me, Paolo. Paolo. As you do. Uh, so we were trying to like figure out a movie to watch and we decided on the shark one and it's called 47 Meters Down. It stars Mandy Moore and Paolo. Um, Paolo. And so we put it on and like I personally wasn't expecting much. No. I thought it was going to be like a funny shark I thought movie. it was going to be like the two-headed shark yeah. or like Miami shark attack. Miami like, shark attack. That kind like, of that vibe. We put it on. It was actually very good. Yeah, it was really good. It was there was a thrilling. twist. There was a twist that I called like right before it happened. I was like, oh my god! And then I was like, whoa! Like my world was shook. Shookspeared. Shookspeared for sure. For sure. Um. So we watched that. It was actually very good. It threw us for a yeah, loop. It did. It was a good way to start off the evening. We would highly recommend it. Um. Unless you are very afraid of water, in which case never don't watch it. I was telling my mom about it. Yeah. Like, I was telling you how like she yeah. hates like that's her fear, and I was like, it was great, but you would hate it. Yeah. I made my mom watch it. I was oh my like, God. sit down, watch this, and she was. She became like I don't know what she was, but she's like Jesus Christ, like yelling like that. Jesus. Every five seconds. Yeah. And covering her eyes and going, why did you make me watch this? I don't like this. Right? Like, yep. I know. It was very good. It was very good. So we watched that. And then we, did we follow it up with Queen Abby? Or we was, did. Or it was, was there, Queen Abby. Yes. And then it was after that that we yeah. couldn't find a good one. Yeah. Okay. So there's this movie on Netflix. It's a horror movie. It's called The Final Girl. Final Girl. Not to be confused with The Final Girls, (laughs) which we discovered is a different movie with a similar title. With a similar actor. (laughs) Some might say the same actor (laughs) in both movies, but that's okay. Similar actor. (laughs) Like, the range. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, because I don't think we've addressed this on the podcast. I feel like we did briefly when we were talking about Five Seconds of Summer. Like we talked about a little bit, but a little sprinkle of Abby. But uh, no, we haven't gotten into it. Zoe and I love <laughs> Abigail Breslin so much because a little backstory here: <laughs> she, for a brief time, dated one of the members of Five Seconds of Summer. Yes, an individual named Michael Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> an individual. Like the artist formerly known as. Side note, that Daily Mail article that the the shoes were in. 
there was a line where it was like, Michael Clifford previously dated Abigail Breslin, and I was like, yes, yes he, he did. did. <laughs> yes, he did. Put some respect on it. So, they dated for a day. A minute. Um, and they had a very... Whirlwind romance. Whirlwind romance say. that lasted a day. They had a very not amicable breakup. No. From the sounds of it. And from Abby, so... But that's fine. And... Queen Abby, as we refer to her, as she is only known as in this, in this household, <laughs> um, she went on to um, write a song. I would say that will live in history as an iconic anthem. It's infamous in um, our household. In this household. It's yes. called You Suck. Please... When you have a minute, just go look it up on YouTube. Stop what you're doing immediately. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> what we're saying right now is not nearly as important as what she has to say in that no. song. So, uh, to give you a little rundown, You Suck is very... <laughs> just It's <laughs> extremely targeted <laughs> to one person and one person it alone. It consists of very thinly veiled insults about Michael Clifford. <laughs> very thinly in the sense that they're not veiled at all. So, for example, um, just start right off the bat. <laughs> I hate your dumb, dumb tattoo. I wish you'd fly to the moon. Now, for those of you that didn't go through a five sauce phase like we did. Don't know about five sauce culture. <laughs> uh, let us school you on five sauce culture. Michael Clifford. I don't know why I keep calling him by his full name. Michael <laughs> Gordon Clifford um, has a tattoo that says, to the, to the moon. moon. And Abby said, I hate your dumb <laughs> tattoo. I wish, wish you'd fly, fly to the moon. <laughs> Where there are no girls to use or screw over. The pace of the song is very odd. Um, <laughs> Just the song in general is very interesting. I'm laughing because I like you know. <laughs> I said you sound like all time low. You, you really, really don't. don't. Even though you try hard. hard. Now, I feel like I, it's like rap genius where it like tells you the meaning behind, down the, lyrics behind really the music. In a way that no one has ever asked for yes, or wanted. We're here to break down this very obvious song. Yeah. Um, so Try Hard is the title of one of, of, one of Five Sauce's songs. Five and, sauces. Um, they they try hard they, to sound like all time low. They do try. They're not wrong. She's not wrong. Queen Abby is never wrong. Never wrong. And then there's also a part in that song later on where it's like supposed to sound like a recording of like a guy talking. Yeah, and just it's like a guy. And it's supposed to sound like him, but it doesn't. But, but it, it kind of does. Like it's like enough that you're like, okay, I know what she was yeah. going for, but like it's a really bad impersonation. It just it's so. It's just the most targeted song I've ever heard in my life. She also lays out one of the most savage lines that I have ever heard, which is, all your bandmates are hotter than you. Yikes. I mean, not untrue, She's but not yikes. Wrong. But also, ouch. <laughs> and so, that song led to one of the funniest tweets in the history of Twitter, which is Michael tweeting at Abby... I do not find your joke song funny. <laughs> because I'm like 90% sure that was a response to her saying that it wasn't about anyone. Yeah, yeah. And that it was just a joke. Just a joke. Which, first of all, like, it is very much about someone in 
particular. One person in particular. Because um, every line is just so, like, she might as well just say his name. Yes. Every line. She might as well just, like, for two and a half minutes, been like, I hate Michael Clifford so much. <laughs> and then have the girl with the raccoon hat just bobbing along. That's the best part. The video is like a knockoff Taylor Swift, we are never getting back together yeah. sort of They vibe. couldn't get enough people to, like, do it. No, she's so like, there's two like friends. three people in the video. Yeah. And we're like, okay, this works. It's the vibe still. But it's one of our favorite songs. It's fantastic. So there's this movie on Netflix that has Queen Abby in it. And I was like, we need to watch this. So basically, the gist of this film is that Wes Bentley, um, his his (laughs) wife and child were murdered. Mm -hmm. They don't really explain that enough. Like, is it those four people? Oh. Maybe. You think? That's... I don't know. I, mm. I don't know. His wife and child were murdered. Yes. And he has a vendetta against people who kill people. I guess that's I his mean, thing. I mean, everyone kind of Most does. people do. But sure. Um, so he finds this orphaned child. Orphan Abby. Orphan Abby. That's Little her. Orphan Queen Abby. And raises her to become an assassin. Mm-hmm. And they travel the world. Again, I'm Killing really, people? I really... <laughs> Killing bad people, though. It's kind of like a Dexter situation. I would have preferred a bit more backstory as to, like, both how... Both of their lives. Both of their lives. Like, how he found her. Yeah. How he got custody Was it of her. through the foster care system? In which like, case, I have some questions. It's, about, we know it's flawed, but... But, like, boy. Raising them to be assassins? I mean, there's gotta be a rule about that somewhere. <laughs> there has to be. So, yes. That's, yeah, he, they travel the world just murdering bad people. And so the bad people in particular in this film, this film set in <laughs> the 1950s or present day. Or the future. Or maybe the future. The timeline's a little screwy. It's just, we don't know. Not sure. Um, but the bad people are a group of four Individuals. Very white, sociopathic-looking teen boys. Yeah. Teen, young adults. Young, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, again, ages. Late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I, um, okay. <laughs> How to explain it? Um, so basically they only kill blonde girls? Blonde girls wearing white dresses. White dresses. So basically they, they like, find a blonde girl that they like. They like one pret- of them asks. Yeah, her on a date. they like ask her out. They like pretend that they're gonna take her on a date. Then like all four of them like take her out into the forest, which like red flag. Um, and that's the reddest. And of then flags. they like let her loose and they hunt her for sport. Yeah, you know, in I, different. They one of them goes in a different direction. Yes, they there got all the directions covered. One direction. Anyways. Um, they let, yeah, they let her into the forest, they chase her, they kill her, and then they get another one. Yes, but the mistake that they make is that they pick Abby. <laughs> and she's an assassin. Did we as mention previously that? mentioned. Um, so the whole thing is basically, like, a battle between them yeah. and her, and she triumphs in the And end. there's, like, drugs. <laughs> A drug involved that makes them see their worst nightmare. Yeah, there's some jingle jangle involved. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry um, about it. There's also a dance scene and a lot of overacting on a certain man's part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so one of the sociopathic men 
um, in the movie was just so upsetting. It was just like, I said this to Logan as we were watching it, but I was like, he played someone in The Outsiders in high school. Yeah, in like a school and production. And now he's like, I know how to play this role. And was just like, mix that with someone from Greece. Yes. And like, overact it for the gods. And like, he just had like, a really weird like, affect and accent. Yeah. And he was just so creepy. He danced. He danced. To meet Abby in the car. I hated that. He tripped, caught himself. <laughs> oh my god. We also caught him tripping, so. <laughs> caught him tripping. I just mean like literally I caught know. him tripping. I wasn't trying to. Be cool. Be cool, because that will never succeed. Oh. Yeah. So, that was fun. But we discovered, we were like, wow, this guy is too much. He's Let's look him up. And then Logan, what did you find? So I looked this guy up on Wikipedia, <laughs> the search engine of champions. It's not really a search engine, but... Don't lie to the um, public. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so I looked this guy up because I was like, he looks kind of familiar. Like, I just, what else has he been? Yeah. Like, what else has he done? Is this another Paolo situation? Another Paolo situation. So I look him up and I'm reading through, like, you know, about him, personal life. And I was just really struck by one line in his autobiography. And it was, he is a believer in the paranormal and also is dyslexic. As if those two things are related in any way, shape, or form. Just because you believe in the paranormal, that's why people are dyslexic. Yes, and obviously. vice versa. Yep. So, but I... The, when, when Logan was telling me this, she had read a part... Just, okay, get get to it, and then I'll tell what almost happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I had read that line. Zoe and I were both, like, killing ourselves laughing. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom, but I want to hear what else you have to say, so I'll perch on the end of yeah. this couch. And so, I, like, kind of, like, I'm, like, skimming through, and then I'm like, oh my god, wait, 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 wait. I discover that this actor is currently in a relationship with one of the girls from the Veronicas. Now, this may not sound like anything to people listening, but there's a backstory to this, and it involves Five Seconds of Summer. So, for those of you that don't know, again, Five Sauce Culture, we're schooling you in it. Michael Clifford. Michael G. Clifford. Michael G. Clifford. The G stands for Gordon. He dated... The other sister from the Veronicas when he was like 17 and she was like, We talked about this before and it's creepy. She's like hella older than him. They dated when he was like barely legal. Weird situation. So this actor in this movie dates the other sister. And Abigail Breslin, who dated Michael. It's just like this in this film. This web. So I tell Zoe this. And I ran. Faster than I've ever moved I in my entire life. I've never seen you move that because quickly. Because I was about to pee everywhere. <laughs> like, I was like, we gotta go fast. We were both laughing so hard that Zoe literally almost peed herself. So, you know, what did you do this weekend? And then, as you're in oh. the bathroom, I close out of the Wikipedia page and I see that I have an email notification. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. Who is this from? I open it up and I yell to Zoe in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god. It was an email from five seconds of summer. 
they weren't emailing me personally. They were. Like, you know, they part, were. when you were part of their newsletter, which I swear to God I had unsubscribed from within the last two years. Yeah. But it was an email specifically from Ashton. Ashton Irwin. Ashton Fletcher Irwin, right? Whoa, he has the ugliest just... middle name. Fletcher. Sorry, no offense to anyone's name is Fletcher. <laughs> Um, you insulted our entire fan base. Oh, sorry. It's an email from them to like their little newsletter thing, and it's saying that their new album is coming out in the immediate future. Now, I just want to say I manifested this. <laughs> you okay? did. Like I put it out into the universe. You secreted it. <laughs> secreted it. Yeah. Secreted it. Gross. That's why I texted you today that you secreted it. And I was like, you put a dash, put a dash there because yeah. I don't want to say you secreted something. I mean, hey, bodily <laughs> functions. So, Zoe and I, as you can tell, used to be very into Five Seconds of Summer. From our, like, extensive knowledge. That's yeah. That's Like, and we get it. Like, if you didn't experience this, then, like, you just don't understand. But, like, it was a natural progression from One Direction into Five Seconds of yeah. Summer. Like, it was a thing. They opened for them. So, it was just, like, another boy band. Yes. Yes, I'm there. Amazing. So, it was a natural progression. It was a thing. It all came to a screeching halt in December of 2015 when their Rolling Stone cover article came out. Nothing has ever made me stop being like, oh, no, not a fan of you anymore. That's never happened to me in my life where I'm like, oh, no, It was such a, like, immediate thing. Yeah. Um... You guys can read that on your own time if you want. It's a trash you article. You can sum it up. <laughs> We've talked about it before on the Did podcast. We? Maybe. Briefly. They basically came across as, like, the most entitled, misogynistic, like, groupie fucking people yeah. on the face of the earth. And yeah. it was just so upsetting. And they were, like, late for the interview because they, they were, were late. They were hungover. They were, like, drinking. They, they didn't get dressed. Like, they were in yeah. their pajamas, like, being interviewed by the Rolling Stone. Literally artists. Rolling Stone magazine. Like, I think that's a dream for any artist. Yeah. Um, and they just came across as so unprofessional. It was the most trash interview. Um, so that all came to a screeching halt in 2015. Stopped liking them. Just cold turkey. Another part of the article was that they said, basically we're saying that girls being fans, like, wasn't good for them. Yeah, they're like, we hope to, you know, expand our fan base so that there's more males. Because, you know, girls, they're great for fucking and all. But, like, we can't really be established as a real band if we only have female fans. Basically. That was kind of the gist So we were like, oh, yikes, bye. Um, so just, like, big yikes all around. A lot to unpack, as some would say. Um, so, stopped being fans of them. But every eight months or so, I, like, get the urge to listen to them again. They're bops. Because bops for days. Bops to get lost in. So, I was going through one of those phases last week where I was like, I just want to listen to Five Seconds of Summer. So I was just, like, listening to them on repeat. Yeah. Like... I was, like, Snapchatting Zoe. Yes. She was probably getting really annoyed. No. Um, I was living. And so I had been, like, talking about them. I have been, like, looking at kind of, like, what they have been doing, which, like, wasn't a lot. And then after I'd been talking about them so much and listening to them, I get an email <laughs> saying that their new album is coming out soon. Yeah. Unbelievable. As we were watching a movie with Abigail Breslin. With Abigail Breslin. And someone who dated... One, one of, of the, the Veronicas. Veronicas. It was just, like, a wild experience. It was very funny. I thought I was going to pass out from laughing. Um, <laughs> Everything was just so hilarious. We also watched uh, the One Direction documentary, This, this Is Us, us um, which is always an emotional time. You know, and as I was saying to Zoe, you just, you discover something new every, every time you watch it. And we also were watching... Their audition, um, 
numbers from <laughs> X Factor. You could call them that. I could have just said auditions. I like audition numbers. Um, if you guys have never watched One Direction audition for the X Factor separately, please do. Please do. Um, things to note. Mm-hmm. Louis, terrible. <laughs> just straight up um, awful. He sings Hey There Delilah and blurs all the words together. Aww. So it's, it's slut what you, you do, do to me. me. That's Aww. a notable thing from his. Yes. Zane looks like a baby jungle cat. Yeah. Um, just big eyes, tiny face. Big eyes, tiny and face. And a lot of pants. <laughs> they <laughs> all like, have so much there's pants. There's a lot of pant happening. Yeah. Liam, he was there with a purpose. He was like, I've been here before. I was not asked to come back. But hey, this is look my how shot. wide I can open I can my mouth. I can open my mouth now. And just yell. And his mouth, like, snaps open. Like, you have never (laughs) seen someone's mouth open that wide before. He was like, look. Uh." (laughs) Um, Harry. Harry. Adorable. Just cute. He's a baker. He's always delightful. He's so cute. There's nothing bad you can say about Harry. I can never criticize Harry. Never. Mm -mm. Never in a million years. Now, the piece de resistance (laughs) of all of these auditions Mm -hmm. has to be, has to be, Niles. Niall. Because... Niall Horan. Niall <laughs> First of all, the amount of confidence that this <laughs> little boy has... Misplaced. Misplaced confidence. Um, he, like, swaggers out on stage. He does, with, again, a lot of pant. A lot of ill-fitting pant. He gets up there, um, and they're, like, asking him about just his life yeah. and influences... And Katy Perry says something. Like, Katy Perry. Yeah, she was one of like the guest judges. Like, oh, like you get compared to like Justin Bieber a lot. And he looks at her, and goes, mm, "Yeah, I suppose I do, Katy." Yeah. <laughs> Kate, just first name basis with so Katy just Perry first, right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, I suppose I do. I suppose so, Katy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it gets better from there. It gets better. He sings. <laughs> so sick by Neo. Is it not? It is. Boy, is it? If I'm recalling correctly. And but he tries to, like, throw some jazz on it. Throw some jazz on it, honey. He's, Call it a day. He's good at that. He, his jazz hands. He's, he's, like, he's got him. Um, yeah, he tries to, like, jazz it up, and he's, like, trying to... <laughs> Gotta change my, my answering machine. Now that I'm alone. Because <laughs> like, right now it says that we can't come to the vote. Like, that is literally how he sings he's it. He's trying to be like Michael, Michael Bublé singing yeah. Neo. Which it's is an lot. interesting mix of things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a flop of a performance. Somehow... People are like, oh, you're endearing. Yes. We like you. Which is true. He is endearing. I mean, you can't argue with that. Um, he's like, rolls his eyes at Katy Perry saying that he needs to, like, that, mature more. Yeah, that, you know, like, he was okay, but, like, he could mature more. He could, like, work on it. And he dead just rolls, rolls his, his eyes. eyes. And turns around and goes, he's like, like oh. <laughs> scoffs at Katy Perry. Simon um, Cowell basically says, <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible. I hate you. That was the worst song choice. But I still like you. <laughs> and somehow he gets through. He gets But when he yeses. gets through, he takes a stance. Like he, like, he doesn't just exit the stage. No. Like, he doesn't say thank you and exit he, the like, stage normally. He, like, punches his body forward, <laughs> clenching his fists by his knees. 
and just goes, ah! <laughs> just screams into the microphone <laughs> that he's holding. He's good at that too. He is. Ah. That's another thing. If you're, once you watch the audition videos, yeah. or what did you say? Audition, audition numbers. numbers. Watch the audition numbers. Um, watch some of their X Factor performances. Specifically, uh, Viva La Vida and, um... Total Eclipse, Total Eclipse of, the of the Heart. Those are two of our favorites. Um, Viva La Vida is the best, though, because <laughs> the mood is unreadable. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> I just yelled so loud into the Niall, was that you? Oh. Um... Because the food is unreadable. <laughs> because Goodbye. half of them are very sad and morose it's, looking. It's like a good, it's a good gradient. So you yeah. have at one end of the spectrum, you have Harry who looks angry, angry. and sad. I wouldn't even say like he looks pissed off. Yeah. Like he looks like he is like getting into a physical fight with somebody. Like, yes, he is he does. mad as hell. Then you have. Like, Zane, who's doing, like, the moody. He's brooding. He's brooding. You know, he's, like, mysterious I'm a model. Sexy. I'm the mysterious one. Then you have um, Liam, who's kind of, like, middle ground. Yeah. Like, he's a performer. <laughs> he is. He's, like, I want to smile to my fans, but this is a but serious this is serious. Song. Like, I know when to rein it in yeah. and be he serious. He does. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then there's Louie. Who's just happy to be there. He's just happy to make it that With his far. cropped pants. And loafers. That the poor used to have. <laughs> um, and loafers. Okay. And then, directly beside him, we have Niall, who wasn't briefed about what the <laughs> song was about. Or the mood that they were going for on the other half of this lineup. And this? he is jazz handing it up. He's shimmying his shoulders he first of all <laughs> comes out giant smile like he is grinning you look across the stage harry is pissed off and looks angry and like he wants harry to physically fight someone is doing an aggressive shoulder Ooh, <laughs> like my status if you remember harry's aggressive shoulder shakes i can't breathe because it's so funny um Nia yeah. comes out with the biggest smile on his face he looks like a shimming like jazz club performer like, he's gonna, like, sing at your wedding, he's and he's, like... He's a one-man doo-wop group in the corner. And um, he was asked to do background vocals, I guess. I, you know, they, um, I think what they, I think what they were going for was harmony? Yeah. Um, I would say. But what they got was <laughs> Niall. <laughs> Now, I love him dearly. Oh, He's yes, He's my please. favorite. This is all out of it's just pure profound love. Profound love, yes. Um, he is, like, pointing with his entire hand <laughs> where the notes he thinks he's hitting it's, are. It's kind of like how Mariah Carey, like, does that, like, when she does her run. Yeah. And she's like... But it's a full hand. It's just, like, Jabbed out. Just it's each so level. Aggressive. And he <laughs> is just yelling... In one tone, he's like, ah, 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 as the people <laughs> are, <laughs> as uh, everyone is singing the song. Yeah. He does have a little bit of a solo in that song. He does. And again, throw some jazz on it. You know, call it a day. Throw some jazz on it. You'll be good. Yeah. He gets the part where they, re- where they refer to pillars of salt and pillars of sand. 
And again, Viva La Vida, not the most upbeat, uplifting. It's, I feel like it's a sad song. You know, I feel like the mood is a little on the downside. Yeah. Not for Niall, though. No. He was like, it's my moment. And he is going to sing about the pillars oh, the of song, pillars of sand. And the hand thing, like he's like hitting that And then don't forget note. the little oh, he kick at the end. end. He does a little leg kick <laughs> once he knows he's nailed it. He's like, ooh, leg kick <laughs> At the end of his little solo, it like the camera pans out so you see the full group. And if you just watch, he like kicks his foot out ever so slightly, like right at the end of the beat. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed that one. Um, so that's, like, the best performance. We didn't notice the leg kick before this weekend. No. Um, Again, you amazing. discover something new every time. The next one is Total Eclipse of the Heart, which is great because it's a Halloween episode. Maybe. Didn't watch the after. <laughs> Maybe it's just a Tuesday. Um, um, but they all look like they have pink eye. It looks like one of them got pink eye, and then they were like, okay. Let's make it a look. We were going for this. Yeah. Give everyone pink eyeshadow lining their eyes and, and blood tears. Because <laughs> nothing says total eclipse of the heart like blood, blood tears. tears. And uh, it's just really fun to watch their little pink eyed faces <laughs> sing total eclipse of the heart. God bless them. Oh. I also, another performance of mine that I like is at the judge's house yes. when they sing Torn. Because my personal favorite moment, aside from Niall just being Niall, is Louis not, not singing, singing, but moving his mouth <laughs> as you, if he were. You watch him and you're like, to the untrained eye, it might appear as though he's singing, but if you pay- <laughs> To little, the untrained eye. You pay closer attention, you're like, oh, no, Maybe. you're just kind of like opening and closing yeah. your mouth, but nothing, no sound is no. coming out. And he sings- in air quotes, Quote unquote. at the same time as Harry. Yeah. And he's just moving his mouth and you're like, oh baby, yeah, <laughs> no, no, what is you doing? What is you doing? Um, yeah, fantastic. Would recommend. Please watch all of those. Yes. Like, this, like, this is required watching. <laughs> if you want to continue listening to this podcast, like, we're going to test you on it next week. <laughs> yeah, there, there will be a quiz. There will be a written test. Um, and if you do not pass it, then... If you don't get above an 80... <laughs> Then You're I'm canceled. sorry, but <laughs> you can no longer listen to this podcast. Everyone's like, oh, thank oh, God. Like, oh, this is yes. all it took. <laughs> I didn't know there was an unsubscribe button this whole time. Amazing. So, yeah, Zoe and I were just, like, wild and out last weekend. Everything was hilarious to us. Yeah. We just get in these moods where it's, like, anything will set us off. And, like, not even, like, a little bit of laughter. No. Like, I'm rolling backwards. Like, like I have to tilt my head back like and there was, scream. There, I'm equalizing. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a certain point on the Friday night where, like, my head hurt from laughing so the much. The next day, I felt like I was dying. I was like, my brain is throbbing. Need to pop some Tylenol. It was, um... Too much. The but most. Also not enough. <laughs> Never enough. Ugh. You know? Um, and then Karen Kilgariff. <laughs> We're doing full oh names. Oh my god. Karen Kilgariff, our lord and savior, co-host of the podcast My Favorite Murder. Yeah. We love information. We do. Um, yes, yeah, so like the next day, she tweeted that she was, like, watching the One Direction documentary and openly sobbing, and we're like, why wow. is this us? We're like, literally us yesterday, but that's fine. That's totally cool. She's coming for our brand, but... I feel attacked. 
but that's whatever. Fine. We're trendsetters. Also, Karen Kilgare, today's episode and the headlines. Oh, okay. Yes. So we're taking like a sharp, sharp turn. turn. It just reminded me because we talked about no, Karen. No, I respect that. Um, so we talked about this a while ago on the podcast, but they are rebooting the 80s cult classic Heathers into a TV show that's going to be on the Paramount Network. I heard that too. And I was like, they're ah. coming for John Taffer. They are. No um, one can come for John Taffer. No. He's a bar scientist. Our Lord and Savior, <laughs> John Taffer. Um, so they, on my favorite murder this week, they like did an ad for Heathers and I was like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> so I took the opportunity to be re- reminded of that monstrosity that is getting made. I looked it up to see if anybody had like written any like think yeah. pieces on it. And it turns out people had <laughs> because I guess they like did like an early release of the pilot episode. Yeah. And so people had like written about it. And boy, oh boy, I was already not on board with it, but reading some of these people's takes, I was like, wow, this was worse in so many ways than even I initially thought. So as we talked about before, they've completely changed the concept of it. So before the Heathers were like the popular pretty girls that were like bitchy and everybody hated them. Yeah. Like stereotypical in like every movie. Like you have like Shannon Daughtery, like very like pretty, like classically attractive, like women. Um, this time around, they've decided to change the concept completely, and it's, like, now the outcasts, quote-unquote, yeah. are the Heathers, and they're like, yeah, diversity, they're, we're gonna make a fat Heather, and a gender-fluid <laughs> Heather, popular. and a black Heather, and it's like, okay, like, we love diversity, just seems like a weird place to do it, because that's completely- That's, like, not what the concept of the film was. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but, okay. And I said this on the episode where we talked about this. I'm just like, how about you just make a show about diverse characters? Like, yeah. give the, like, why don't you just make a new show? Why don't you make them the Winona Ryder character? Like, yeah. why isn't... Like, why, like, how about just... How about people get new ideas? That <laughs> Let's be, not remake cult classics, that as we've stated before. Preference. But one of the articles that I read on it was saying that... It's It's so so absurd. But one of the articles I read was saying that um, the Heather's reboot could become a cult classic for the alt right. Yes, you heard that correctly. The alt right. Because basically, I guess it makes total sense. Because I've seen like I read a couple articles and everybody had like the same thoughts. They're like this Uh doesn't play well. So the Heather's, you have. Um, Heather, uh, Duke, who's, like, no, Heather, no, Heather Chandler, no. The blonde, the main Heather. Yeah. Now, in the new one, she's, like, this, like, overweight, like... Chunky. Chunky lady, whatever, cool, follow your heart, choose your own destiny, live your thick dreams. Live your thick dreams. Then, Heather Duke, um, is played by... Uh, somebody's last name is like Skinnell or something. Yeah. Anyway, they're like gender queer, gender queer, gender yeah. fluid or something like that, which is like cool, dope. Like you don't see that on TV. Yeah. So like again, representation is cool and important, just in this context. Also, and then you have um the other Heather Heather McNamara, who's like black, I think. Yeah. Um and like lesbian. Lesbian. So those are the Heathers, and the whole concept of the Heathers movie is that, like, the Heathers get killed. And they deserve to be murdered. And the whole, the gag is, like, they're getting killed because they deserve to. 
Um, yeah, that's still the gag with the reboot, but except everyone's- Except they're marginalized Except folks. they're marginalized people, and now everybody's just like, um, maybe that shouldn't be the message that we're sending. Um, and I guess, like, at, there's, like, a line in the pilot episode about, like, social justice warriors, and, like, oh, like, they're all gonna be crying or something like that, and, like, I guess, like, people from the alt-right have, like, watched it, and they're like, oh, this is great, like, I love this, and so now everybody's just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed that it wasn't written by Ryan Murphy, <laughs> you know? Right? That's what I don't understand, like, it just feels, like, very much his speed. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's not it's not something that's going to work in the new format that they've picked and it's definitely from that article I was like, wow, didn't even think about that. But right? like literally the point is that they kill those people because they're awful. They're awful. But now you're like these are people who are marginalized in today's society. Yeah. Let's kill them. It's just like a bad message cuz like in the original Heathers it's like you have the three Heathers who are just like absolute bitches like terrible people except for Heather McNamara she's okay um anyway that's beside the point and then you have like the Winona Ryder character Veronica who's like kind of like the outcast and their yeah. like, little friend group and she like hates them and it's like to me like the original Heathers is something that everyone can relate to because I think everybody's had that point in their life where like you are quoting about friends with people and you're like I hate my friends yeah. like I these people make me miserable <laughs> <laughs> I hate like that. I think that's like a common high school experience but then they've like taken that and turned it into this for the reboot and so you have like these like marginalized folks playing the Heathers which cool in theory but then the Veronica character is still played by like a cisgendered white, white yeah. thin attractive woman and like now she's killing, killing this yeah. With, it's like this heterosexual couple is just, yeah. like, killing, killing these people. people. Like, a white... Like, these are hate crimes. These are literal hate crimes. <laughs> like, you guys. You can't do that. Oh, no, it's so bad. It's so much worse than anticipated. So bad. I know. I, like, I already was not on board with it, and I was, like, just... Even before I'd even seen the trailer, just knowing, like, the bare minimum about it, I was like, I don't like this. No. Then I saw the trailer, and I was like, I really don't, don't like this. this. Now I'm, like, reading up about the first episode, and I'm like, I really, <laughs> really don't like, like this. Like, I could not like this more. It is not possible for me to like it any less yeah. than I already do. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Um, I don't respect it. I don't know why they felt the need to reboot this yeah there's just a thing with like rebooting cult classics like we talked about this the last time we talked about it like the fact that it's a cult classic is what makes it fun and (laughs) and like interesting and entertaining and uh trying to remake something that's a cult classic does not work no you can't do it it shouldn't be done get original ideas that's all I'm gonna say. Just that's all there is yeah. to say. Oh yes, more barking. For sure. Yes. Get it. Oh my god. Yes. Um. Are we ready? Should I find it? We're gonna do a fun bonus for this end of episode. So, as previously mentioned, five seconds of the summer. Just so happens that they. Oh my god, there it is. I can't. Um, their new single dropped today. It's called Want You Back. Also, I just quickly want to say they posted something on Instagram the other yesterday, and it was like a link to a playlist. 
about like the influences for oh, their upcoming yeah. album. Yeah. And I sent it to Zoe and she was like, oh yeah, I was waiting for you to see that. Like, what the hell? Because for, it's just yeah. the weirdest. Like, I'm all for like listening to different kinds of music. My and stuff. entire, like, I don't think people just listen to one type of music. No, I think like, that's do, not a it's thing. Weird and yeah. strange. So it's like, I'm all for that, but it's just, it's. An this odd is this assortment. is an influence for like one album. One album. So this is all one and album. Generally, albums have a cohesive sound. Yeah, and it's not like they're like these are people who influence us in general. It's like for, it's for, this, for album. this album. These are the vibes they're trying to. So Lana Del Rey. Okay. Jet. Nancy Sinatra. Interesting. Joy Division. Okay. The Neighborhood. All right. Oh. Throwback <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> um, Coldplay. Coldplay. <laughs> I used to rule the world. There's been a lot of Coldplay in this There's episode, been. actually. Uh, the Cure. Okay. Tears for Fears. Everybody wants, wants to rule the world. Um, LCD Sound System. Okay. Chris Isaac. Okay. Borns. Okay. I don't know them. Okay. Uh, Suvion Stevens. And, oh, that they added their song to their oh. own playlist. <laughs> They influence themselves? Wow, they've reached peak influencer. So you can just see that it's a very interesting mix. And so now, for the first time, Zoe and I can't. I'm so excited. This is going to be bad. And Zoe and Zozo I, the demon. Zozo the demon is going to come out. Um, <laughs> no one knows what It's fine. It's, they don't need to. They don't need to. Um, we are going to listen to their new single, Want You Back. <gasps> it's explicit. It oh, has no. an explicit rating. Naughty. <laughs> Whatever happened to Naughty Boy? <laughs> Another throwback Thursday for everyone to ruminate on. Rip. Um, okay. I'm not ready. I'm not ready either. Okay. 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 We're literally trying to make it sound like Tears for Fears. <laughs> that was the influence. Oh my god, wait, sorry, I'm pausing. <laughs> what if they put all the influences into this one song? It's just a remix of all the songs. It's a mashup. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is shook. It's like, what if they, like, release an influence playlist for every one of the songs? <laughs> okay, so sorry. Sorry, what was that accent? They're Australian, but that was not. That was, like, Australian with, like, a dash of something else. Just a little sprinkle of okay, I'm so sorry. Tears are just fucking This is very the neighborhood y. This is yeah. Like it started is... off with like a literal tears for fears. <laughs> a literal <laughs> tears for fears. And then just took a sharp turn into, into the, neighborhood. the neighborhood. Like, this is and like. And they said a bad word. Oh, Ooh. they're so bad. They're grown. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, like, this is like taking me back to summer 2013 <laughs> when all I listened to was the neighborhood. Um, it's a vibe. Okay. Back in the way that <laughs> I thought he said <laughs> frackles. Frackles. 
Fraggles. And I was like, what is a Fraggle? Fraggle Rock. I mean. <laughs> throwback. <laughs> throwback. <laughs> I remember 2013 <laughs> when all I would watch was Fraggle Rock. <laughs> um, I will say so far, like, I'm into it. Yeah. Like, I don't hate it. It's not the worst. It could be. No, like, I'm pleasantly surprised thus I'm far. a little shook-speared. I used to make you laugh, cause you know every morning I wake up, yeah, I still reach for you. I remember the roses on your shirt, when you told me this would never work. You know, you know when I say I'm fun, yeah, I still dream for you. And no matter where I go, I'm always gonna want you back. That part right there sounds very Walk it, the Moony. Yeah. Yeah. Does Walk the Moon have a song about wanting someone back? Because, like, this sound, like, that part sounds, sounds really like familiar. Hmm. We're going to look at We'll investigate yeah. afterwards. This is always our favorite thing to do, is, like, figuring out what <laughs> songs sound like. It's like, what because song is so this already? Because so many people, like, rip off entirely the beginning of other songs. One Direction did that <laughs> constantly. <laughs> it's fine. No biggie. No matter how long you're gone, I'm always going to want you back. Victorian British accent. <laughs> where, where I, I went, went wrong. wrong. <laughs> where I went wrong. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they also forgot to include the Victorian era as an influence <laughs> on this album, apparently. <laughs> to it i was like is this a walk the moon song yeah like initially i was like getting like the neighborhood vibes and then it just like went into full walk the moon territory yeah. um overall though a bop i'm very into a it a potential bop i first of all didn't hear any of the influences that they <laughs> except mentioned. the initial like Ex- two seconds that sounded like tears for fear. and then the neighborhood like yeah. other than that like Where's not Nancy? Really, not really getting any Nancy Sinatra Nancy? vibes. Um, bang, bang, you shot me down. Um, I was gonna say something else. Oh, I think it's very interesting that they are 
scooting yeah. away from uh, pop punk, Being pop punk kings and queens, queens of, of the, the new broken, broken scene. scene. Um, like this is very much like Walk the Moon, like New Paramore, yeah. like kind of like that, it's like the indie pop, pop thing. like indie pop kind of synthy, yeah. like yeah, it'll get airplay. Yeah, I mean, but hey, I like it so. Yeah. Like, Walk the Moon's my favorite band, so it sounds like it. So I'm like, Walk the Moon's my it. favorite band. I don't know. Let me look you dead in the eye. I'm going to strangle you. I love prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. No, but like, it sounds very much like that, so yeah. obviously I like Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I I don't know what I was expecting. Not that. But it wasn't that. <laughs> but I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But now I'm like even more excited to hear what the actual album sounds like. Where's Nancy Sinatra? Where is she? I want them to do I a want cover. Them just, I was about to say of these that. These boots are made for walking. Bo- Michael's boots. <laughs> <laughs> Those were made for walking. Those were made for burning. Logan sent me a picture as I was with my sister on the way to drop her at the airport, and um, I was startled, and I had to turn Dad on for the remainder of that trip because I was like, I need to know what else comes out of this. So I was looking at a Daily Mail. Mail? <laughs> Dope. Um, I was on the Daily Mail, and I was looking at a thing they posted about Michael and his girlfriend, who's 87 years old. Um, She's the lady from the store. Yep. And so... Those are for the poor. The poor. Piggy mannequin. She... Yeah. Um, and so I was, like, scrolling through, and, like, what I love about the Daily Mail is that they have so many pictures. So I was, like, scrolling, and I was like, oh, okay, like, another picture of Michael and his girlfriend. But this was, like, a full body shot. And so as I scrolled down the picture, I saw the shoes that Michael was wearing. And I I don't even, like, I think Zoe <laughs> described it best. Sorry, I need to pull up this text message. Um, so I sent her the picture. And where is it? There it is. It's just the boots are, like, white. They're, they're not tall, but they're not short boots. They're... <laughs> They're very, like, anime-esque. Yeah. I just keep referencing the fact that Michael looks like a freaking anime character now. Um, and so, after I sent Zoe the picture and we were talking about it, she goes, why are they tied like he was in a survival situation, like a plane crash, and used a bit of rope to fasten shoes out of discarded women's boots? That's what it looks like. It's like these white boots that you would probably see at a thrift store. That you were like, oh, like, someone's aunt wore those in the 80s. And then it looks like he was in a plane crash. Like, lost happened. And he crashed. And the sands were burning his feet. And he was like, I need something to fix this. And he found someone's aunt and her boots from the 80s. And put them on. And then just tied them with rope. Found some rope. Some discarded rope. We'll post we're it. Gonna, we we're going to tweet it. the picture because it's... They're hideous. I hate them. They're not great. Not great, Bob. Um, yeah. That is there (laughs) anything else we have to say? I feel like I knew that this was gonna be like a really five sauce (laughs) niche episode. Um so if you guys didn't like it, then sorry. (laughs) Sorry, but also too bad. Um these This is us. This oh I love One Direction. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is who we are. Yeah. We will go on tangents like this. 
forever. Forever so. and ever. Get yeah. used to it. Um, but yeah, if, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. No. I think we, we got it. Fabulous. Okay. Well, if you want to keep up with us on social media, you can do so. We are at honestlypod on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com slash honestlypod. We have an email address, which is the honestlypodcast at gmail.com. And we have a website, which is www.thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Slash home. Don't forget the slash home. If you forget the slash home, it will lead you nowhere. And then you'll miss all our beautiful content that we have up there. I tell you this every week. Um, that's that it? it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.